Okay. Welcome everyone to this uh, episode of the podcast. I think this is the fourth episode. I could be wrong, but yeah, I think <laughs> I Okay. Welcome everyone to this episode of the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Twitter and some very inflammatory tweets that were um tweeted. So before that, I'm going to premise this is going to be a very um this podcast is is this podcast episode is going to be mostly about feminism, you know, there's going to be a lot of uh you know, language used and you know, I'm going to try to keep it simple so that everyone can understand what I'm saying. Uh okay. Uh so we're going to start with Twitter feminism. You know what? I love Twitter feminism. You know, I think that I'm happy that I joined Twitter when I did. I missed out on the um you know, when men were dunking on women basically for, you know, saying what they wanted to say. And when, you know, dark-skinned women were the butt of the jokes for most of Twitter. I'm glad I missed that uh turn of the century i'm glad i missed that and i i i i recently started getting into twitter like last year covid surprisingly not surprisingly when covid hit is when i really got into twitter and i'm i'm so glad i discovered twitter because honestly the the depth that is involved in some of these of in people's thoughts is very refreshing especially to me i'm i'm the type of person who I'm the type of person who hates small talk. So that will kind of tell you where my headspace is at with Twitter, you know. Don't get me wrong. I like Instagram, Snapchat. It's a bit, you know. Um, but I like Instagram, but I've really gotten into Twitter because I don't know what it is about just not having to parade yourself not having to objectify yourself even though i love me a good you know instagram picture and i i i love instagram and twitter have different uses i love instagram in the sense that you get to see other people you get to see what other people are doing and people there's a sense of freedom that comes with sharing parts of yourself you know pictures and i tell you it's we don't sit back and realize how crazy it is that we're just sharing thousands and thousands of pictures on like the internet on the online web and like probably 200 years from now people sit back and are like damn what, what were those people doing what what are we doing like what are we doing we literally like i don't think there has been like generations in the past that you know just it, i think it would be like if someone took like a a picture developed it and then started spreading it around giving it to their friends here you go just a picture of me just to keep it in your safe books there you go you know make sure you save the, my my developed picture you know you know how crazy it is to just like uh have an album of pictures or just take pick an album of pictures just to hand out to your friends or just to give to be I the more you think about it, the crazier it is it's 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 almost like 
the closest thing I think people came to uh, having what we have is, I think, resumes. Resumes, <laughs> resumes was I think were the closest thing, or even um, you know, just those tags that national identity cards that identified who you were. That's the closest people came to like the level of sharing like that we are we have right now not to mention even like ancestry dna.com where people you just give your saliva to random people and anyway i digress so twitter is the place for depth you know and if you want to learn a lot about feminism you go to twitter although it is encouraged that you do do readings because there's a lot of theory that goes into uh, feminist work. It's not just ha ha he who. It's actually a lot of reading, getting to know. Okay, why is why is this the way that it is? What what have women before me written about this issue? Because there there's so many things that have been written about this issue, and honestly, I have grown so much as a person, as a it, and in my feminist journey, just listening to Twitter feminists, just listening to women on Twitter. And I think some I can recommend are Feminist Witch. And uh, there's this uh, woman called Judicel Irakazo. I hope I pronounced her name right. And there's so many more. They're all black um, women, by the way. Because, yeah, I do follow some... Uh, some some white white women but for the most part most of my feminist uh, theory like twitter you know information i get i get i personally get from black women because our struggles are unique we we have an intersection so I think it's best that I hear it from someone who also comes from that intersection. Because there's an understanding that comes with that. Uh, But, moving on. um, So, Twitter feminism is very... Because Twitter doesn't have that many characters, it's very, you know, short and sweet. Some, Some people do argue that Twitter is not the place to have these conversations and everything and they're right you really need to go do the reading or need to have conversations with people in in your life to really go in depth uh about them my go-to person is my sister we have at it we have like these logical debates but i digress so uh recently so there's a there's a really uh famous famous um i think she's a criminal lawyer based in the u.s her name is oba her name is oba she goes by oba underscore boni or release the 21 uh is is she but on twitter so recently she tweeted this anyway beautiful people are morally bankrupt and it doesn't matter if they've only been considered beautiful for the past seven years. They adjust quickly to the violence of their new class status. 
It's like whiteness or any other construct. People's politics are directly related to their class interests and it is naive to think that oppression in one context necessitates the development of compassion or intuitive understanding of oppression in a context they benefit from. We are all hurt when people think we think should know better don't. Dark-skinned women who benefit from futurism have been so violent in the past few days. I mean, I don't believe in free will, and yet, here I am. While so many people in the comments came for her, oh, you're ugly, or you're this and this and this, you know, and also there are a lot of people who agreed with her saying, yes, thank you, period, you know, seven years from now, we're going to know um, seven, six, two years, you know, people are going to know what you mean. And my take is that I think it's a bit, I think it's nuanced. I think it's nuanced because I do know what she's saying and I, I agree with her. Uh, my, my only critique would be the, the statement on moral bankruptcy I don't know if it's if it's that simple to label people morally bankrupt just uh, based on the way they look because to be morally bankrupt you have to have done some really pretty nice nasty stuff and you know I just I just don't think that the way beauty historically has been used against women as a as a tool for control as their only avenue for power or i i just don't think that saying that their people are morally bankrupt based on looks is is the is the thing that it is um I did tweet tweet I did tweet tweet about this. I did tweet about it because in the moment it was it was it was a whole it was a whole minute. It was a whole minute. And I did say that the problem is that when people often refer to attractiveness or pretty privilege, it's often in relation to women. And because of this, this line of thought often contributes to the justification and vilification of women on the basis of their looks. This also contributes to rep culture and the objecti- and the objectification of women. So the way I see that is that like, um, I think there's, this, there's something to be said about women using their beauty as a weapon weaponizing it to be used against women uh other women and men um though i i do think that it exists in parallel with you know women historically being criticized for their looks mostly in a negative manner so that's where you get the rhetoric of gold digger stuff like that you know just a whore prostitute so when we think about these these terms 
let's let's look at um in a lot of times why sexual assault is often ignored you know why um you know when 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 women are raped or assaulted they don't get in any attention no one listens to them i i personally think that it goes back to this thing of you know judging women based on their looks because when you judge a woman based on how she looks you have objectified her you have put her in this box and told and said she's either this or this and a lot of people a lot of people have said that uh that men do this thing where when once they see a woman as an object they no longer see her humanity basically she she's not human you know so when you say oh beautiful people are morally bankrupt and we kind of dissect where all these layers are coming from uh we can see how that line of thought can go into oh because someone because beautiful someone who's beautiful is morally bankrupt it is then justified to do something to her you know or 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 them i'm saying her because it's usually in relation to women that the conversation around pretty privilege is had so i i'm seeing the part of where you know the aspects of women looks are used to justify and vilify them to attribute some and we see this even in disney 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 movies you know children's movies or just in general just movies in general women who are considered quote unquote beautiful stuff are usually the mean girls they're usually the villain they're usually uh the person the only person who's given allowance is maybe the pure uh demure kind of beautiful which is a different kind of beautiful it's not uh, any less than no i don't think that any beauty is any less than you know within i don't i just think that may, patriarchy doesn't allow for the full spectrum of beauty to shine in general and i'm going to uh maybe end this podcast maybe i'll do a part 2 but for now I'll end this podcast on something a girl on tiktok said she says patriarchy thrives off women hating themselves thank you so much everyone for tuning in to this week's podcast hope to see you on the next one